This Nations League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie and they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP20. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. You are listening to your Nations League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer, or you can check out me at my website, lockbetting.com, where we are coming off a monster weekend. Just have a look at the last tweet on my Twitter account, and you'll see that we went 100% on soccer, landed a 14-1 to in play on the Seattle Seahawks, landed a three-unit future, which landed just short of $1,500 on the LA Lakers to win the NBA championship, been holding on to that one for 15 months, and went against every moron fraud on gambling Twitter. We did not take Novak Djokovic to win the French Open. We went with Rafa Nadal because you cannot bet against Rafa Nadal at Roland Garros until somebody beats this man convincingly. You ride with the Rafa who got his 100th win on the court to win the championship. 102 overall. That's his record. 102 and People took Djokovic to win that final. Nadal was the underdog at one point to win this tournament last week when Djokovic moved into favouritism. That was the point where we pounced, took Rafa Nadal at 6-5 plus 120, went against all the idiots on Twitter and landed that bet and had ourselves a wonderful day. Three sets to love. And that was actually my score prediction as well because I don't go against Rafa Nadal on the clay because I'm not an idiot. Three sets to love was what it ended up being. Here on the show for the guys that get the free stuff just on the podcast, we have been killing it too. Landed another lock yesterday, landed another parlay. This comes off the back of a sweep in the Euro 2020 qualify, 2021, sorry, qualifier show. So that's why we are doing this Nations League show because this wasn't on the schedule. This Nations League show was supposed to be lockbetting.com exclusive content, but we've done it here and we've moved it over to Monday and it will replace the Champions League show that was supposed to be here. But you're not going to not get the Champions League show, obviously. We will be doing the Champions League preview. We're just going to move it over to next week now. So the Champions League preview will 100% happen next Monday. The reason we're not going to sandwich it in here is because there will be a content over load if you get this nation's league show 
And then you get this Bundesliga show Thursday, the EPL show Friday. It's going to be a massive logjam of content where you're going to have to listen to four shows in five days. And that's really not going to be conducive to anybody. And especially when it's such an important show like the Champions League show, I want it to sit on its own at the top of the feed for a few days. Make it totally digestible, make digestible, make it totally easy to find. Leave it there sitting atop as it deserves to be. So it will go up next week. It will go up on Sunday. Sunday or Monday and it will sit there for the entire week all the way until Thursday until we do the next edition of Das Bundesliga show because that is a very important show and that's how we should be doing our Champions League show so with this Nations League show coming in and replacing it the Champions League show will be moved to early next week Sunday or Monday that show will go up looking at the futures and all of the groups so here we are you're getting this Nations League show as a bonus looking at these midweek games coming off a lock dog parlay sweep coming off the back of a lock and parlay and missing the dog missing the dog by one goal so we are one goal away for the germans the germans from having a double sweep on the lock dog and parlay on back-to-back shows that would have been some feat and we were just one goal away from doing it and i'm not quite sure how germany didn't get the third goal in that game. If you have a look at the statistical data supporting um, what I'm saying, you'll see that Germany really should have nailed that one down. As for the picks today, we begin on Tuesday and we look at the Germans again because they are hosting Switzerland, a team who are really struggling at the moment to get any points away from home. We faded them again last time out against Spain and we'll probably do the same here. Germany are the 1-2 favourites to win this game. It's 10-3 to draw and it's 11-2 on Switzerland. I know you're laying some serious juice there, but I think there's still value on just taking Germany here to win this game at 1-2. It falls within the realm of what we're allowed to pick. If you want to like boost that up with something more profitable, you can take both teams to score with it. So Germany to win and both teams to score. I'm seeing here pays just short of two to one. You can get that at nine to five. Both teams have actually scored in all of Germany's last five games and both teams to score has also landed in four of Switzerland's last five matches. Um, the reason it didn't land in the last one is because they didn't score themselves against Spain. So going into that, it was four out of four. Uh, three of the last four contests between these two have also seen both teams scoring. And my pick on Germany is supported by the fact that Switzerland have lost three of their last four matches. And on top of that, they've lost four of their last six away games. The only win they've actually had in their last six away games was against Gibraltar, who are a much, much lower ranked team. So not good travellers at all. And that really adds weight to the play on Germany but you can add both teams to score to it if you don't want to just lay this juice of taking Germany here at one to two but for me Germany win this game and um, both teams to score without taking Germany to win this game has value as well you can take that at 10 to 11 the fact this is 10 to 11 yes and 10 to 11 no actually adds a lot of value to that because you're taking something that Germany have done for five consecutive games and they're not conceding against elite teams Ukraine are completely depleted by COVID and they managed to score against Germany last time out. Um, You're looking at a Turkey team last week that drew 3-3 with Germany. So they're not exactly letting goals or shipping these goals against world-class and equal opposition. So anybody here can find the net against the Germans and uh, I think Switzerland will do the same here on Tuesday. 
Up next, we look at a game featuring Ukraine, who we just spoke about, and uh, they host Spain here. Ukraine are at 11 to 2. It's 18 to 5 to draw, and it's 4 to 9 on Spain. So a good little parlay would be just taking Spain and Germany here on the money line on Tuesday, but we can't just pick Spain because it's just slightly outside of where we can make a pick. It's not at 1 to 2, it's just shade outside at 4 to 9. But I like the the Spaniards to win this even more convincingly. Um, they're not probably probably not going to be susceptible to conceding a goal like the Germans are. This is a Ukraine team who are COVID ravaged. They lost four 0 last time to Spain away from home when they had all their players there, and their results during this current international break have seen them lose seven one to France, and then last time out they got a respectable result against Germany where they lost 2-1. They were 2-0 down and managed to pull one back. And as I said, I don't know how Germany didn't score three because they had enough chances to do so. I'm going to take Spain here on the Asian handicap line, minus one here at four to six. Spain will win this game. It's just a case of by how many. And if they do only win it by a single goal, you you secure yourself the push here. It's the same thing what happened for my clients with Spain against Switzerland. We actually took the minus one and we winded up with a push. So um, that will be the same case here. But I don't see any scenario where Spain don't win this game against a quite depleted Ukraine team suffering from COVID. And uh, this has done a lot of damage this period to uh, a very good record. They were having a very good run under Adrian Shemchenko, qualified for Euro 2021. But as of late, the results have gone downhill, losing three in a row. And uh, I expect Spain to add a fourth defeat here on Tuesday. Before we move on to Wednesday's games, I want to throw out a bonus pick here for you guys because I think there's just too much value here to, to pass up. Argentina have a World Cup qualifier here against Bolivia and Argentina are being offered at four to six minus 150. I think you guys should grab this now. Bolivia are just an awful team and anything short of an Argentina win here would be a massive disappointment. Bolivia have lost nine of their last 10 games. They have lost 12. Well, they lost 12 of their 18 World Cup qualifiers ahead of the 2018 tournament. So they're a team massively in decline. And Argentina have won four of the last five meetings between these two without conceding a goal. So I don't see any reason why Argentina don't just go down to Bolivia and win this game comfortably. Lionel Messi's in the squad. He scored the only goal in a 1-0 win against Ecuador and granted, Argentina were very, very disappointing in that game, needing a messy penalty to win it. But Ecuador are not Bolivia. Bolivia are the poorest team in South American qualification. And this is just a must-win situation for Argentina. And I think you're not going to get this 4-6 to six come Tuesday. So as you're listening to this now, get on this straight away. Um, think of it as a unofficial lock here, a bonus play here on this show for you guys. Argentina at 4-6 to six at Bolivia on Tuesday night. Up next, we move on to Wednesday and our favourite team are in action, Republic of Ireland. They travel away to Finland. It's 11-8 to 8 on Finland, 19-10 to 10 the draw and 9-4 to 4 on the Republic of Ireland. Two locks landed on the Republic of Ireland taking the under. Why would we change? The under 2.5 has now cashed for 15 games in a row 
obviously this team struggled to score and they're coming up here against a Finland team and I'm not getting off the trend when you see Finland coming along because they are far from hefty goal scorers themselves. The under here is available at three to five. Why or oh why do you come off this trend? Are you that scared of Timo Puki? Uh, I don't think you should be. Unless this Irish team come up against an England or a Belgium or a France or someone who can really put them to the sword. I don't think that you come off this trend. I see nothing as I look ahead in these Ireland games to see why this under trend would stop cashing. And this will be number 15 here. Take the under at three to five and take it early because you're not going to get this price for long. It's going to be worse than minus 200 by the time this game kicks off. Anything under one to two minus 200, take it. This is nailed on. That's the main reason I'm even covering this game because it isn't exactly highly significant significant when you're looking at these Nations League fixtures but I love the under here going to continue to ride that with the Republic of Ireland for free money up next we look at England versus Denmark where England are available at five to six it's 13 to five the draw and it's 10 to three against Denmark these two played out a very very boring game in Denmark and we get the return game here I think England will be looking at this as an opportunity to, to pick up points to improve their standing in the Nations League. If they win this game, all they will need to do is beat Iceland at home and then avoid a defeat against Belgium in order to win this Nations League group. And I think England will strongly fancy themselves to do that. I think whoever England go with here in terms of team selection, I know a lot of people worried about Harry Kane not being involved on Sunday and we saw Belgium start that game as significant favourites where the, the odds were even throughout the throughout the two days going into it. Then all of a sudden there was a shift once the team news came out. Look, this England team are solid. They're all Premier League players, whether it's Calvert-Lewin or Harry Kane, whether it's Jaden Sancho or Marcus Rashford. They play a certain way. Um, tactically, Gareth Southgate got some of that wrong on, on, on Sunday. And granted, Belgium could have been two or three goals up before England made the adjustment and began to control the game a little bit more in the second half. And England also got a lucky penalty that turned things around. But look, they won the game and Belgium aren't Denmark. Belgium are the number one team in the world. So England should be highly motivated to win this game. It's a Nations League game with the opportunity to win the Nations League group with a group with Belgium in it and to stay ahead of Belgium. England are going to need to win this game because they already dropped those points against Denmark away from home. So it's very important to to win this because they've dropped points against Denmark. And if they drop points at home to Denmark, that win against Belgium is somewhat negated because if Belgium win all of their games, they still go into the England-Belgium finale in Belgium or Belgium versus England ahead of England, despite the fact England have beaten them. So England can only remain top and put themselves in a position to go to Belgium and simply need to avoid a defeat if they win this game. That's the logistics. That's the reasoning. That's why I'm taking England here to win this game. Up next, you have Italy versus the Netherlands, where Italy are the 11 to 10 favourites. It's 23 to 10 to draw, and it's 13 to 5 on the Netherlands. I don't like Frank de Boer as a manager. He's failed everywhere he's been. He's failing already at Holland. This is a team who haven't scored in the three hours 
that he's already been their manager. So for three hours of football, the two games he's played, they've conceded one, losing at home to Mexico, and have yet to score. And now they go away to Italy, a team that have already beaten them in Holland. Take Italy here, 11-10. to 10. Fade Frank de Boer. He's a joke. I don't understand how he keeps picking up jobs in management, but fade him because this is a terrible, terrible appointment by the Netherlands. And here's a bold bold prediction once the Barcelona presidential election concludes and they decide that they don't want to continue on with Koeman and Xavi comes in and gets the job because that's what Messi wants and that's what will need to happen to keep Messi at the club. Ronald Koeman's going to get sacked and he will still end up leading this team into the Euros because he'll end up getting his job back because they cannot go into these championships with the ball. We're already seeing how toxic he is. We're already seeing what a shit manager he is. I don't understand how he got this job. Take Italy here. Frank De Boer is a moron and a joke in management. Up next, we look at Norway versus Northern Ireland, where Norway are pretty juicy here at one to two. It's six to five to join. It's six to one on Northern Ireland. Cannot not take Norway, despite the fact they exited Euro 2021 in the playoffs to Serbia, losing that game in extra time. They are doing okay in the Nations League group. They're still a solid team. Inga Haaland's coming off a hat-trick. Northern Ireland don't seem to be too interested in this tournament. We saw how gutsy they were when they were trying to qualify for Euro 2021. Their defensive performance against Bosnia was epic. They ended up winning that game on penalty shootouts. It was the big upset of the Euro 2021 qualifiers so far and uh, we were on the wrong side of it we had Bosnia on the money line so we suffered because of this Northern Ireland team but here in the Nations League the effort doesn't seem to be the same the dedication doesn't seem to be the same the dedication to defending specifically doesn't need to be the same and once this team set out to get men behind the ball. We've seen they're notoriously difficult to break down, as the Bosnians found out, but they don't seem to be doing that. Plus, they're coming up here against a team that have already smashed them 6-1 in the reverse fixture. So why wouldn't you take Norway here on the, on the, on the money line, at least, and also be looking for the, the handicap prices for Norway to do something similar? The fact that you're getting plus 140 here, 7-5, on Norway on the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line just stinks of value here. You can smell the value coming up the street. So Norway win this game, tie it to the money line and off the basis that they already beat them 6-1, take the minus 1.5 Asian handicap here because Northern Ireland are not dedicated or focused on this competition and you can see that quite clearly by making a comparison to their performances uh, in the Euro 2021 qualifiers to the way they've played in the Nations League. Norway is the play in this one closing out with the lock dog parlay and we begin with the lock the lock is supposed to be the best possible play on the board which also represents value and that i cannot see losing so why do i come off republic of ireland unders here i i just don't um if you want something more creative then sign up for my website lockbetting.com where we've been doing well with these international fixtures. We're just coming off a 4-0 sweep. We're the only people, I think, that took the under in France-Portugal because that was a massive overplay on Twitter. And I can't blame them. They don't know nothing about football. They're not experts by any means. They're all frauds. They saw Mbappe. They saw Ronaldo. They saw a minus-110 line of, of an option between over and under. And they all piled in on the over. We did not... And uh, we ended up with a winner. Also won on both teams to score in England, Belgium, and took a money line play 
on Finland. But uh, we already got a play here on Finland and the Republic of Ireland here. And that's going to be the lock. It's going to be the under. Don't forget, you're also given a, a lock on the uh, Bolivia versus Argentina game in South American qualifying because um, I don't see how Argentina don't win that game as well. So that was kind of a, a bonus pick as well if you're not a fan of me just riding out this this trend and um, you think it's something that you probably would have done yourselves anyway. But uh, you do have the Argentina pick as well. For the dog, there isn't a major dog that I'm loving on this board. And I think the definition of, the, of a dog here is plus money. I think anything I give away at plus money would constitute a dog. So I'm going to go Norway minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line here at 6-5 against the Northern Ireland team. They've already beaten 6-1. As for the parlay, I'm going to keep it really simple. Pays out at 6-4 plus 150. Just take England and just take Spain because Spain are winning away to Ukraine. Ukraine are dying for this little international window to conclude. And England, I think this is a must-win situation for them. They want to build off that result against Belgium. They win this. They beat Iceland. When they travel to Belgium in the final round of the Nations League, all they need to do is avoid a defeat and England win this group. But in order to put themselves in that position, they need to win this game against Denmark. And I don't think Gareth Southgate will be overlooking the importance of that. Um, this was almost the, the lock as well, just because of the situation here. But again, as I said, we need to ride that Republic of Ireland trend. It's cashed 14 times in a row. And there is no evidence why Finland versus Republic of Ireland doesn't make it 15. So that concludes your picks. I'll be back towards the end of the week for Das Bundesliga show on Thursday and the EPL show on Friday. And then next Monday, you will finally get that Champions League show. I may try and get it out as early as Sunday, but if not, 100% by Monday, your Champions League preview will be there. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at SGP Soccer. I'll continue to give out those free plays. And don't forget to check out my NFL show on the Dirty Sheets. The lot record has gone. Perhaps I jinxed it by actually promoting it on this show, but the Seattle Seahawks didn't get it done. We did compensate for that loss by taking them in play at 14 to 1 yesterday at, at uh, I believe it was second and four, where Minnesota could have got the first down that won the game. They didn't. Then they didn't choose to go for the field goal either. Gave us the opportunity to win with Russell Wilson. And we won with Russell Wilson with that in play. So that made up for it. But make sure you check out the NFL show this week. And of course, make sure you head over to lockbetting.com. At least if you don't sign up for one of the top packages, you've got to sign up for that European show. The shows that we're doing here, this Nations League, is kind of an advertisement for that European show. It's the same format. I'm not covering every single Nations League game here. I'm covering the most prominent ones or the ones I feel I have a strong play in. For example, looking at that Finland Island game, that's not highly significant, but we like the trends, we like the play. I've picked out Bolivia, Argentina on this show. That's what I do every week. I look at all of the top European leagues and I narrow it down to just seven to ten plays that I really like, sometimes even less actually. And um, that's what you're getting over at lockbetting.com. It's just $10 a month. And that works out to $2.50 per podcast. So $2.50 a week for that European show. And it's free money. It's the crown jewel over at lockbetting.com. And lockbetting.com is also going to be the place where we do our Champions League shows. So there's going to be a Champions League show here 
on the SGP, but we're going to be doing a separate show over there on Tuesday and Wednesday where we cover every Tuesday game and every Wednesday game. Plus, the Europa League is going to be exclusive to LockBetting.com. So it's, there's no better time to sign up, especially with us doing so well in the NFL as well. So make sure you check out LockBetting.com. That's it from me and this edition of the Nations League show. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.